The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 608 of the series as we very rapidly break out of the last episode's hidey hole mess around trying to find the right inventory slot grab wolfie and continue a little bit south but now west continue west towards those far lands here in minecraft beta 173 for your sunday september 20th 2016 as we've been doing for over five years now. Five years, and there are many more, many, many, many more to go as we are walking towards that ultimate destination, but also raising money for Child's Play charity. Ultimately, I say, ultimately, at farlandsorbus.com. When you go there, you can see a Child's Play charity box right there on the homepage. Tracks how far we are in the current fundraiser, but also allows you to click that donate button and give to a cause that gets toys, books, games, kids, and hospitals around the world. Ooh, that almost sounded rehearsed. It's almost as if I've said that 600 times before. <laughs> um, actually, probably not 600 times. Um, well, actually, maybe. I say it more than once per episode at the beginning and the end. So, yeah, perhaps 1,200 times before. Um, but yeah, farlandsbus.com is where you can do that. We are currently at $40,471.30, 67% of the way to our $60,000 goal. It is much appreciated, the continued donations that we continue to get here on a, on a continual basis, continuingly. Uh, and, and that all goes directly to Child's Play Charity, as I mentioned, and uh, I'm very happy to be supporting them, as we have been, like I said, for the past five years. We are coming up on a little bit of another hiatus that is for Minecon. Minecon is coming up this very week. And I'm gonna try. I'm still gonna try. What is it? Okay, so this episode's coming out on Sunday. So then we can have an episode coming out on Tuesday and an episode coming out on Thursday. I think that is something I will be able to manage. So let's look forward to that. We will at least get to episode 610. Just one! Just one away from 611, which would mark 600 episodes since we left our spawn point, since we did that back on episode 11. I can do math in my head. Um, <laughs> and uh, we'll have to wait for that one for us to return. Now, I'm not necessarily returning right after Minecon, because the following weekend is TwitchCon. Which, uh, I decided to attempt. I've decided to attempt. Uh, not that many other Mindcrackers are attending, hence because Minecon is the week before and we'll mostly all be there. Uh, but kind of, I, I, I've decided, I need to start being active in my own, what's the word I'm looking for? I hate the words marketing and networking or or hustling I'm not I'm that doesn't feel like me that is definitely not my style um, but those sort of things promoting making relationships 
I made the handshaky gesture in a business type manner just then in case you can't see me through the video game, which you can't. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, it, it seems it's it's close by. I mean, if I was still living in Chicago, then maybe I probably wouldn't because of the, the distance, but it's, it's close by. And uh, a quick hop, skip, and a jump over to San Diego to attend TwitchCon. And, and see what the deal there is all about. And, and we've heard from others who attended last year's, the first TwitchCon, that it was actually a good, a good time to be had to, uh, to make such new uh, acquaintances and, and partnerships and whatnot. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to both MineCon and TwitchCon. And uh, I've got something else happening after TwitchCon, directly after TwitchCon that I will let you know about before episode 610. Uh, I'll probably let everybody know on a live stream, but also in a flob episode. Some interesting fun things to participate in, so... Yeah, getting getting biz, busy here. Alright, I apologize for saying it like that, but... <laughs> getting busy and uh, getting back into things. And I appreciate everybody's uh, continued uh, support and... Uh, Watching, watching my stuff, and 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 donating to charity, and uh, sharing my stuff, and, and interacting, and being Farlanders and whatnot is it's much appreciated uh, as we continue on here and continuing on in Farlands or bust. I want to have a little bit of a follow up. Uh, a few episodes ago, I mentioned that SpaceX Falcon Nine major malfunction that happened on the launch pad during the fueling tests. Ooh, that's pretty. Uh, during the fueling test that uh, lost a vehicle and payload, I said that SpaceX, it would probably be like at least a year or so before they would be able to return to flight to give time for the investigation and to fix whatever problems they've discovered based on the investigation. But now SpaceX is actually saying they're planning on returning to flight with the Falcon 9 in November, a mere few months away. They, to the best of our knowledge, are no clearer on what the cause of the malfunction was on the launch pad that, that caused such the catastrophic disaster, I suppose you could call it. Um, but they're, they're very optimistic about November. They already have a bunch of flights sold and booked. Uh, they, I, I don't know if we know which, which uh, payload customer... Uh, is going to be flying in November, or planned to be flying in November. Of course, it's very... they say that. It, it, it could slip, and very well might slip into December or the next, uh, you know, into the next year. But uh, that's some, some very optimistic and uh, almost surprising words coming out of, from, from SpaceX. Um, they've also recently sold the first reusable rocket to a customer. I'm not sure who it is exactly. Communication satellite or something like that uh, recently said that they received quite the deal on one of the Falcon 9s that has already flown before. So sometime in the next year or, or so we'll be seeing the first reused, relaunched first stage Falcon 9, which should be should be another milestone indeed. It's one thing. It's one thing to land them, but the point—the point of landing those first stages—is to be able to to save costs on having to rebuild them from scratch. 
Because normally they just end up on the bottom of the Atlantic, so to be able to reuse them, that's that's the whole point. So that's a whole other milestone that needs to be completed from SpaceX. So very interesting stuff. Very interesting. I'm twiddling my thumbs and and curling my eyebrows at their optimism and plans going forwards. Uh, of course, I'm not really too optimistic about when the first Falcon 9 Heavy is going to fly. Uh, that's something that just keeps getting pushed back and back and back. Uh, so <laughs> that's kind of what I'm waiting for. If, if I ever do have an opportunity to, to watch another launch, that's kind of the one I'm holding out for. Big ol' big ol' rocket! <laughs> big ol' three rockets at the same time, pretty much. Careful, Wolfie! Careful, Wolfie! Careful, Wolfie! Ah, I told you, careful, Wolfie! So yeah, good times, good times indeed. We'll, we'll be looking forward to more news about that. Until then, we'll just, we'll just keep walking to the Far Lands, why don't we? Why don't we? And we do. And I will. Oh, man. Let's get to some donor questions. I'm actually... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I have 11 questions. We've actually whittled down quite a few. So if you've been waiting for uh, giving a donation to Child's Play Charity and getting your question answered, now's the time to get, get on, a short, on the short list for uh, this. When you do donate, you can leave a comment. There's a little comment box with your donation and whatever you type in there, I will be able to see. Uh, I am not able to see any of your personal information or email address or, or name or, or, or anything. All I see all I see on my end is <clears throat> the donation amount and the comment. So by default, all the donations are anonymous, so if you do want your question, if you are going to ask a question, uh, if you do want your question attributed to yourself, leave your name or your ID, or your uh, not, not your ID, yeah, leave your license, <laughs> your driver's license, no, no, your, uh, your like online ID or you know whatever you want to be referred to as in, in the comment box, uh, otherwise you will be one of the anonymous ones, uh, which is alright too if you want to do that. But yeah, we've got uh, a really weird question here that I can begin to ask as the sun sets and then we can ponder on it. <laughs> this one from TDW Fan. TDW Fan is getting morbid here and asking, What songs would you like to be played at your funeral? That'll cheer everybody up, won't it? <laughs> what songs would you like to be played at your funeral if you had to choose? Let's uh, let's think about these these very deep questions and go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. Woof! And carrying on this. So that's not something I ever 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 think about. <laughs> Mostly because I'm not. Well, I don't know. I'm still young. These aren't questions or things I've thought about yet, like, legitimately or, or written anything down or made any sort of proclamation about, but uh, traditionally uh, a lot of family members of mine have, instead of going with the traditional funeral burial route, uh, have have given their their bodies to science science and and you know medical uh, research uh, basically donated bodies to to, to medicine uh, you know I'm not sure exactly specifically what happens I don't 
personally like to think about it too much, honestly. Um, but that's that that seems like a thing that I could get on board with very much so. Um, and, and in which case there is no what what traditional, at least Western uh, and other cultures, funerals uh, would entail uh, kind of is not applicable then. So uh, yeah, I, I, so because of that I don't really, and, and because those are kind of my temporary wishes, it's not really thought of at all about a funeral, quote-unquote, so I don't think about what music do they even have music? I haven't been to too many, like I said, traditional funerals. I don't feel like music is generally a thing that is done at those things. Um, so yeah, I'm actually going to take a, a, a pass on this one, just because I don't know that it's applicable to me, <laughs> personally. Um, second, a normaler question from TDW fan: Do you enjoy browsing Reddit? Besides the Mindcrack subreddit, mm, not particularly. Not browsing. I have followed. Ooh, murder, sheep murder. I have uh, been following. I follow other Reddits. Obviously, there's the Minecraft Bingo. Thanks. There's the Minecraft Bingo Reddit. There's uh, there's a a Subaru XV Crosstrek Reddit that I just subscribe to and I glance at every once in a while to see. It's, it's mostly people like. Asking questions about their cars, or this this is a modification, or a part, or something, blah blah blah, which which is interesting. There's also a Datsun uh, Reddit that just to check on every now and again. But uh, but otherwise, no, I don't really. I, I'm not a browser of Reddit, and I'm not even really a a, a user, or a commenter, a a uh, an active member of the Reddits or even the Mindcrack Reddits. Uh, I usually just kind of leave that be and. Uh, let that be as it may, uh, without really getting involved too much. It's more of a thing run by and for fans and things, I think. Uh, so I, I don't really get involved. But yeah, no, I never read it. Read it and just uh, forums, message boards in general uh, is a part of the internet that I've really never, uh, really never got into. Um, it's just something I never. I never got into it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of avoided it, I guess. Not avoided, just uh, it, I never saw any purpose to it uh, for my own uses. So naturally, I, I I didn't get into the Reddit either. So yeah, thank you anyway for that very weird question, TDW fan, and somewhat normal question, TDW fan, and of course your donation to Child's Play charity. <laughs> oh man, NSL714 asks, what was your worst? Chicago public transit experience. This, I think, came on the heels of a tweet I made because there was a news story that there were storms that went through Chicago and it actually caused one of the platforms to, like, explode and collapse the winds and the electricity and the, the, the lightning. Uh, and I've made a joke like, hmm, that wouldn't have even counted as my worst Chicago public transit experience. Probably it would, but uh, yeah, in general, not 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 a fan. I mean, I understand the the monetary as well as the environmental positives of public transit, but never a fan of my experiences in Chicago. Uh, mostly due to the fact that I was uh, just uh, my own personal ignorance. Uh, I have on multiple occasions gotten on the wrong bus 
and ended up somewhere I did not want to be. Uh, one time when I was younger, uh, got on the right bus, the right numbered bus, but on the wrong side of the road. So it was going in the different direction on the route as opposed to the direction I wanted to go. And I didn't realize this until I reached the end of the line. So that was awkward. <laughs> um, but worst experience would probably come down to uh, dealing with other people. Uh, I used to take the train downtown. Uh, and uh, one time took the train downtown, did the museum or whatever, and then on the train ride back, there in the train car I happened to be in, of course, why wouldn't it have been the train car I happened to be in, uh, there was somebody who got on the train who did not have a ticket, and they refused to leave. So then we had to sit at the next stop and wait for the police to arrive, as this person was being very loud and obnoxious and uh, just unpleasant as he was bring, being taken off the train and uh, that it was the last time I rode the train. I'm like, uh, driving takes like an hour depending on traffic. I think I can deal with the driving from now on. I'm alright. <laughs> thanks train system for this one, Metra. But no thanks. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, that was that's probably up there and I've heard many many stories uh, from family members and things who use it on a daily basis or, or live downtown or work downtown. Uh, just the the general terribleness of people you hear about on public transit, whether or not mostly inappropriate things happening on buses or L's or whatever. No thanks. I mean, I'll opt out of that. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for that question and donation. Let's see. Gray Morality asks, I was wondering, are there any book series or authors that you really like? Mm, I don't read that much. I really don't read that much. And I've mentioned this many times before. How could you not know? No, I'm <laughs> it's, I, I understand that nobody has seen perhaps every single episode. Uh, but yeah, I've mentioned many times, I don't read. I, it's just not a thing I do, I'm afraid, uh, at all. I try sometimes, uh, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it does not work for whatever reason. Uh, I, it, it, reading, whether or not it be fiction or nonfiction or, or, or novels or, or short stories or anything, it's just... It wears me out, or it just uh, it doesn't work well in my brain. Maybe I never learned to read correctly. Uh, in in I say that because I always hear. I've always tried to improve my reading skills, and people always say, in particular, if you want to be like more of a fast reader or a speed reader, or I don't I don't need to be a speed reader, but just like to increase the time, it it, it, it you know you, you, the speed at which you can read, is that you should just read the words, and you shouldn't say the words in your head. I say the words in my head, I speak them in my head, I have voices in my head, I have voices in my head, and then when I read books I have voices in my head, reading the book. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just a habit that I cannot break, and uh, that makes reading very uh, lab laborious uh, and tiring, and I, I generally, am, you know, there could be a book, oh I really want to read this, or this has been recommended by somebody, I never really get past the first chapter before I'm like, alright, I'm spent. And that's enough reading for the next five years. <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, it's not something I'm proud of, certainly. 
but I've every time I mention this, I get reassurances like that's all right. It's reading isn't for everybody. It is. It's one of those. Um, oh, there was the the panel at PAX uh, Seattle was something about friend being friend making friends at at conventions and in in nerd spaces, and they opened with uh, what is one of your uh, your your geek. Um, Oh, what was it? What did they say? You're like one of your geek, your guilty geek transgressions, or like something that you think disqualifies you from being a geek, and and a lot of people would be like, oh, I, I I've never watched The Simpsons, or or oh, I've uh, I, I don't I don't like video games, or you know something like that. Uh, mine is be that I don't read, I don't read at all. <laughs> not a not a book on the shelf. I have books, but I don't read them. <laughs> so um, that would just be one of them. But uh, yeah, so I don't really have any any favorites or or uh, series or, or authors just because I don't read. So sorry, that's that's like a non-answer as you can get. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the way that 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 book uh, doesn't turn the pages at all. Indeed. All right, let's let's find a spot. Here's a little clearing. Is Wolfie still with us? Wolfie's still with us. Gotta check that every once in a while, I guess. Let's make another elevated hidey hole. Whoop. Woof. Boop. And we will continue in the morning. And I can't read this. I've also considered hmm, maybe it's like maybe it's dyslexia or something, but no, I think that's something that would be pretty quickly have been diagnosed as a kid or something, right? <laughs> like, how do you even get tested for that? Like, the words appear front to back for me. It's just hard and difficult for me to read uh, for some reason. But anyway, next next question. Let's see here. Blake, Blake, with a recent donation. Sorry, I got to I got to check out this huge monument over here. Blake has a couple questions. Woo! What is a game you'd bring or like to play? Bring or like to play when you go to conventions? Mine would have to be Fibbage or Cards Against Humanity. What do you think of those? Oh, you're thinking, oh, game as in, other thing like video game. Game as in tabletop game. Well, here is, here is Geek uh, Disqualifier number two for Kurt J. Mack. I actively dislike tabletop games and, and card games, board games, whatever type of games you want to consider them. Yeah, I saw that happening. Oh my god, that was a lot of health you just took there. I did nothing. I just sat, stood back, stood back, and watched. All right, Wolfie. I, I, yeah, I don't like tabletop games, board games, uh, whether or not they be the traditional Monopoly or you know whatever else. Checkers, chess. I don't know how to play chess at all. Okay, that last one I might have eaten, but all right. Now we need some pigs. Yeah, I, I, I don't like them. I, I play them, and I can play them if I'm, like, around friends or whatever who are playing them. Uh, or I'll observe. I, I, many of my closer friends know to, uh, instead of simply including me in, in, in the uh, the festivities, they're like, do you want to play or you just want to sit this out? That's okay. So that's another thing I can do. 
But yeah, I don't like tabletop games at all. I, um, I mean, I know I've, I've participated and stuff, but it's generally... I mean, here's the thing, obviously. Um, being in groups, <laughs> so, so socially, in, in any regard, is kind of a laborious thing for me, much like reading uh, in general. So tabletop games, careful of hey, are suddenly asking me to be in, in groups of people Generally, people I don't know very well, too. Uh, and then suddenly, ooh, look at that. It's a house. Somebody built a house. Just forgot to put the door in. Ooh, it is a house. Look at this house. <laughs> if this was the end of the episode, this would be a perfect hidey hole. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some coal from this house. Hopefully the owner doesn't mind. Uh, but yeah, suddenly... You know, suddenly you're in this social situation where you're you're now tasked with winning or beating everybody at a certain task or or event. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to give this house a proper doorway. There we go. All right. See you later, house. You know, you're tasked with outskilling or, or tricking or or, or, or uh, you know winning at something that you have no skill at. So that makes it even more awkward. Also, if there is a new group of people, uh, it's really tough because you're in that group and you're playing this game and you're uh, the only thing you're talking about is the game. You can't get to know these new people because this game is going on right now. And I, you know, personally would rather spend that social energy on maybe getting to know these people. Look at this thing. Uh, also, look at that thing. Um, so, I mean, that's another kind of point of, a point of, uh, contention between myself and tabletop games. Hold on, I want to, like, make it look like a sand tree for this thumbnail. Sand tree, sand tree, confusing thumbnail. Hey, Wolfie! Over here! Yeah, you! Oop! Got it. So that, that's another thing. Um, so often when I do play tabletop games with somebody, specifically since I don't play that often, I don't I don't know the rules or the skills or, or strategies. I'll normally whoever has invited me, I'll just like ask them, "Well, what would you do in my situation?" And then I do it. So I basically just let somebody. I'm just the the surrogate for somebody else to have two turns as opposed to just playing on my own. Uh, so yeah, I just don't like I don't I don't care for tabletop games. Uh, specifically, I don't know what fibbage is all about. It sounds like fibbing and lying, which is another thing that I wouldn't be comfortable with. Uh, Cards Against Humanity, I've made known that I am uh, no fan of uh, at all, <laughs> as, as of that type of game. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't, like, if, if in the future people end up playing Cards Against Humanity, I, I'll, I will opt out. Uh, sure, there's there's the argument that could be made that it's like really crude and offensive uh, humor for the sake of offense, and that's kind of bad. But I'm more I'm more uh, not into Cards Against Humanity because it's it's like cheap jokes. <laughs> it's it's uh, as somebody as somebody who enjoys comedy and good comedy, uh, the fact that it's like paint-by-numbers comedy, like, it's just like, here are some cards, and comedy is made out of it, and you don't have to do any work. Especially the one-liners. Y'all know how, how much a fan I am of the 
the zingers and the one-liners uh, coming up with those, uh, and it's basically makes the zingers for you, uh, which takes all the skill and and for me all the fun out of it. So that, <laughs> that's that's kind of my thing against the uh, the cards against the humanity and similar games. So yeah, I wouldn't, I, I don't, and I, I wouldn't really bring any games to conventions, and and I like not playing the games at conventions. But it's kind of, especially at a game, uh, at a thing like PAX, which is, you know, fifty percent of that, uh, well, maybe forty percent, thirty percent of that uh, convention deals with tabletop games. Uh, a little bit tough. Um, but yeah, I'm not like I don't get grumpy or anything if everybody's playing tabletop games. Like I said, I'll either I'll either reluctantly participate and, and try to enjoy myself, or I'll just observe, which is also an enjoyable experience. Um, but yeah, thanks for that question, Blake. Oh, uh, you had another question, Blake. Any shows or movies you have fond memories of with family? Um, I had an answer and now I forgot it. Oh, shows? Well, yeah, I do remember uh, growing up and watching the X-Files a lot with the entire family. Crowding around the old 27-inch tube television and, and watching the latest X-Files episode on a weekly basis. It was always a good time. Uh, I remember always sitting far off to the side, so I always was watching this tube television on an angle, which was not ideal, but I, I watched them. So yeah, I mean that was that was kind of a that was one of the only shows that I know that we all got together and watched uh, most of the time as a family. Um, obviously, the the early seasons, uh, as we grew up, it kind of fell out with the later seasons. Obviously, um, but yeah, let's go with the X Files. Definitely, definitely the X Files on that one. Uh, movies, I'm not sure. We weren't really a movie going regularly, a movie going family. Uh, especially it wasn't ever a family thing to do. Uh, it was either like, oh, I saw Jurassic Park or whatever with my friends on my 12th birthday or whenever it came out, you know, that was, that, those are the kind of movie memories I have. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Blake, for the donation and questions. Let's see here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Speaking of shows, Peter and Cat. Some time ago, you mentioned you have not seen any of the classic Doctor Who episodes. Careful of it. Ooh, where'd Wolfie go? Should be spawning up here soon. There it is, all right. Uh, you mentioned never watching any of the classic Doctor Who episodes. Is this still the case? Yes, it is. I haven't even seen any of the new ones. I've, I started watching, I, I downloaded uh, on my uh, tablet. Ow! Wolfie! Oh, dang it. Get out of there. Uh, this, this wolf, I, I swear. I was, I was all concerned about just that exact thing happening back there, and then you go ahead and do it over here. So yeah, no, still haven't watched the classic ones. Still haven't watched all the Peter Capaldi ones. I've watched like the first three episodes of that and just haven't gotten around to watching them. Uh, that's, so yeah, that's still the case. My favorite is Tom Baker, the fourth Doctor. The stories are fantastic, and I would recommend them if you're interested in that. Perhaps... Perhaps, although I don't really necessarily have that much television-watching time on my hands lately. Uh, and I'm actually going to definitely be 
uh, canceling my cable uh, television package because uh, it is not getting used and uh, could save some money that I would rather have to keep uh, and and use for, for, for things like food and rent. Uh, so, yeah, um, thank you for that recommendation. I, I don't know that I'm going to ever, honestly, I don't want to say ever, but I'm, I'm in no hurry to go out of my way even to watch the current Doctor Who's. But uh, I thank you very much for your donation to Child's Play Charity. There goes that shovel, finally. And uh, your, your question for the episode here. And you yourself can go to farlandsabus.com. Like I said, I'm running out. I think I only got like five questions left here. Wolfie, oh, oh, hi. He's going to float there. All right, there we go. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, you yourself can go to farlandsabus.com to donate and leave a question can add to this list and I can pretty much, I don't know if I can guarantee, but I can pretty much say if you do donate here uh, and ask a question, it will it will get answered before I leave for Minecon, certainly. So farlandsbus.com is where you can do that. And more importantly, that helps get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. That is what Child's Play Charity does. Let's make some beds for the next episode. Ooh, voice crack. And perhaps a couple boats as well. Put one down. Um, our chest plate's in some trouble, as are our boots and our sword. Wolfie thinks so too, but I think I think I'll leave those as is for now. We'll worry about those in the next couple episodes. So yeah, thank you once again, everybody, for uh, for checking out this episode of Farlands and Busts, episode 608. And for donating to Child's Play Charity, and just for following along. Also, I've, I've had some some folk trying, uh, try, trying on. Yeah, they went to the store and tried on. No, no, the bought some of the, the new uh, Farlands and Busts t-shirts. That's at the new store that I introduced last episode. Uh, there's actually a brand new design up there, one without cartoons on it. I, lo- I love the cartoons that, that Rosie and Six Alona have made for me and stuff like that, and I have those on the shirts as well, but I made a very simple, just text, white text on whatever color shirt or whatever you want, and just very simple, going the distance, very simple logo design. People really seem to be uh, liking that, so perhaps I'll think of new ones like that to make in the future, so I appreciate uh, everybody, and I hope those work out for everybody as well. I'll certainly send uh, some pictures via Twitter or whatever to me when those those come in. I'm looking forward to my own copies coming in as well. Uh, so yeah, everybody, just thanks, thanks, just thanks. That's all I'm saying, thanks. Thanks, Wolfie. Wolf, yeah, you too. All right, so yeah, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>
I say the words in my head. I speak them in my head. I have voices in my head. 